0: it's george and jess
1: your journey of self-discovery starts here so apparently gen z has it figured out
0: there is a new term that is coined by a gen z tiktoker called the lazy girl job
1: now millennials are above all above 30 now right Most of them?
0: No, I think the youngest millennials are in their upper 20s. Upper 20s?
1: 20s. Okay, so, but I would say mid-20s, 25, 26 on down. That's your Gen Z. And they are just, the oldest ones are just getting out of college, and they've probably been in the workforce for three, four years now.
0: And they're not doing it like their elder counterparts.
1: Well, they don't want to be chained to a desk to succeed.
0: This is actually a really interesting conversation as an elder millennial woman who has been part of the hustle culture for my entire career.
1: Right. Did, did they, did they come up with the name themselves?
0: Lazy girl jobs? Yes. Yes. <laughs> did they? But okay. the, the woman who coined it, I think her name is Gabrielle. She's a TikToker and she doesn't, her job is a content creator. Right. But she said, um, that the term lazy girl job is actually a dig at hustle culture. Sure. Not calling these women lazy. And so what it is, is a very minimum effort, but decent paying job. Typically white collar, lots of them are remote, but some of them are going to an office and doing easy, minimal work. And that's what a lazy girl job is. So
1: they want something that's not going to stress them too much and climbing the corporate ladder and making tons of money is not at the front of their mind. I would say not at the top of their list when it comes to success.
0: No. And uh, one of them made the comment um, or the point like that she wanted to be able to be herself all the time, not just like after five and on weekends. And so this was the way that she does it.
1: That's pretty profound if you think about it. I mean, it
0: really is. And like my generation, you know, you look at generations and my generation was heavy into the hashtag girl boss lifestyle, hustle, uh, lean in the Cheryl Strayed book that came out earlier in my career. I read it. She worked. She was a big executive at Facebook. Yeah. Um, in the early days. And it was all about like how to get ahead, how to climb, how to break the glass ceiling. And that is what we were sold was like, if you work hard enough, you will like reach this pinnacle of, I don't know what. Right. We were trying to reach, but
1: now we're exhausted. <laughs> well, I, I think is what happened was, and I've said, we've said this and we've talked about it, numerous times on this podcast this is the first generation that is beginning their career their adult life knowing that most likely the hustle culture will get them nowhere but it will make somebody else a lot of money that's what happens and they watched it happen to their parents yeah. their grandparents and it was a generational thing and and they now know that in reality you're, you're all you're doing is being a part of the machine yeah for 40 or 50 years and then if you're lucky if you make it if you don't come down with a one of these many illnesses that are even brought on by stress anxiety and exhaustion you're only left with what's there in your elder years, mm-hmm. right? So their idea is start living now and enjoy every moment of your life.
0: Right, get a job, have right. a job that covers your living expenses and you're, you know, beyond that entertainment, whatever you're looking for. Do what is required and expected, but not more. Right. And this is different than quiet quitting because it seems like these girls who are posting about lazy girl jobs, like actually are somewhat enjoyably doing what they do. Well, I think but they don't have, they don't have um, goals to like climb the corporate ladder, become the CEO or get, you know, get the C-suite job. Well,
1: I think their definition of success is different than that. Yes. Right.
0: Which and- is so, interesting because like growing up and into my career, like there was never options from my perspective of success. Like that was the definition right. of success is like how right. far up the corporate ladder can you get? And so it's interesting to see this, this younger generation with a totally different perspective and totally different definition of success. Right. And the um one tiktoker, was like there if you if you do it the other way like the hustle culture way you're never going to get work life balance like you don't there's no winning the game it's impossible and so, they see that and they're like well i I don't want to go down that road
1: right and they see what the people that have been doing it look like yeah, I mean, I mean I'm, I'm. I'm. Be honest with you. They look like me. They look t- well. It starts to wear <laughs> on you. It's it tired. It starts to wear on you, right? Is that that lack of work life balance, and then I think advice from a lot of the people who are in their fifties and even sixties now, who learned the hard way, mm-hmm. they are listening to that advice, going, you know what? Don't do what I've done, burying myself in a career mm-hmm. because that's what I was supposed to do and hustling 24/7 365 and they sell you that like it's a badge of honor
0: hundred yeah. percent and like this idea that you your identity is your profession and that's what I've always known is like you know what do you do what, what's your job what's what's your career? And they, this younger generation—not all of them, but this topic specifically—they don't want that. They don't want their career to be their identity. Right. They want to do work and get paid and live their life.
1: Right. You, you see a lot of it. I, I and I also think <laughs> this is going to come up, but a, a lot of them talk about the nepotism in today's corporate America and after the last 100 years right it's really filtered its way through now and i think that they know that less qualified people who are connected oh, will sure. most likely pass them over even though they're not better for the company or anything else yeah. and you i you see it all the time now yeah right this generational stuff and I think that they realize that I'm not going is what they're thinking is I'm not going to hustle like that, knowing all I'm going to do is make somebody else incredibly wealthy. Mm-hmm. And they'll give me a what they consider a satisfactory lifestyle. But not a big piece of the pie. Mm-hmm. And so it's all it that's it's all that. Right. And so they I think and then a lot of them going in a different direction have figured out. What is really happiness anyways? Yeah. Right. Why can't I be happy in a small cabin on a remote road somewhere doing maybe remote work or working for the Department of Natural Resources or being somewhere out in nature? Because that's what I enjoy.
0: Yeah. And I think there is a lot of the younger generation who is, they're they're really self-aware. Oh, they are. And they know themselves and they- Aren't shy about it. They're not letting. Like they're comfortable being themselves, which is just so refreshing and like so different from the older generations.
1: Well, they're not letting somebody define success for them. I know, them. which is
0: amazing. Yeah. I'm like, can you teach me? Can you teach me that? that? <laughs> like, well, you to not, just be myself and be okay with it?
1: Well, we were having this discussion a couple of weeks ago. We were like, if n- just in your mind, What would be your ideal situation just so you're happy? Not whatever, but not you're not what society thinks would would be like the pinnacle of success. Mm -hmm. What would make you as an individual happy? And I'm talking, where are you living? What are you doing? Yep. What what would make you the happiest? They ask themselves that question and then they say, I don't care what anybody else thinks. I'm doing it. And they
0: go and do it. I know. Which is like it's crazy, right? right? When you when you become in your forties and fifties, you see that and you're like mind blown. Yeah like how how are you doing that? Yeah. It's so cool.
1: You want to know what I, I think? Because talking to some of them, uh, they're they're better traveled because of the way the educational system works yep. now than a lot of my generation. Mine too. Many of them are exchange students or they travel in college and study overseas. And they've seen I was having an interesting conversation with uh, a young lady that's about 25, not too long ago. And she got to spend some time in Italy. And she was like, you know what? And she worked her way through the rest of Europe. She was like, they don't think like we do here in America. Oh. They don't think anything like this. They're very family oriented. And that work life balance is a big thing over there. They don't there. There's none of this working 60 hours a week. They look at us, they look at Americans like we're crazy. Sure. The 60 hour work weeks and just grinding all the time and events at night and on the weekends. And they really do look at us like we've lost our minds. Yeah. And that,
0: that checks out. So I think
1: with the internet, they have access to all of this stuff and the rest of the world, frankly. And they've learned that We're kind of isolated with this thought pattern, Mm -hmm. right?
0: Well, and they probably look at their parents. Yeah. And they're like, well, I see where this culture got you. Yeah. And that's not for me.
1: Stressed out, drunk and out of shape. Yeah. I mean, I'm dead serious. That's a lot of people. Right. Yeah.
0: And that's. That's how our culture is literally like. Taking that's the path you know, it's taking us down.
1: High blood pressure medication, anxiety medication, all of it. There's like big pharma's got a big pharma will will keep you going. Oh, keep
0: keep you <laughs> trucking.
1: Big pharma will keep you in the machine as long as we can,
0: as long as we need
1: you. Yeah.
0: How I it makes me wonder, and I would love to talk to some parents of Gen Z. Like, what age would they be? ish obviously they're all different ages but i would say like upper 40s about my age sure right around 50 yeah a lot of them be or, really, or in
1: their 50s because their parents a lot of them not all of them but there was there was a switch like when my, my mom had her all of us three of her kids before she was 25 yeah mine too so that was that was a yeah. done deal now a lot of them are waiting until they're about 30 Right. And do you think that was the case even 25 years ago? I do think that because I run into a lot of parents or a lot, a lot of these young people now in their mid twenties. And I say how, well, frankly, I hear this, my dad's your age. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, oh, sure. He yeah, is right. Yeah. Early fifties. Right. Well, yeah. yeah.
0: Like my coworker, her husband and her husband's dad and you graduated from high school together. Yep. Yeah. So.
1: And she's what? 27?
0: 27 or 28. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. And we went to high school together.
0: Her husband, her father-in-law. Yep. Which is crazy. Small world. Yeah, yeah, crazy. But anyway. Um, yeah. So I would love to talk to some of these parents and find out like how did you, how did you do it? Like what was their messaging to the to their kids? Like I grew up very much knowing that there was a path that was preferred for me. And this isn't anything against my parents. I think this was the majority of people my age right it was like go to college get a job work hard move up to corporate ladder like that was the the predetermined path and they're like that isn't what i wanted to do but here i am well (laughs) here i am
1: is what they don't tell you when you're young is all of the bs that comes along with that journey
0: yeah they don't tell
1: you it's just i mean it yeah it's not You know, they they try to glamorize it and then put that proverbial lipstick on a pig, right? Because that's what it is. Well,
0: and I think that's all they knew, too. Yeah, well, yeah,
1: Well, because they were told that.
0: Right. And so then they, you know, they tell us that. So I would just be interested to talk to parents of Gen Z kids, young adults, sorry, um, and hear like kind of what those conversations were like. You know, like if, if you're the parent of a Gen Z kid that was like, I want to move to New York and study fashion, were you like, cool,
1: good luck. Right. Cause when we'll
0: be here when you want to visit, when
1: you said that they told you that you had lost your damn mind.
0: Oh yeah. It was like, that's not an option. (laughs) Right. Right. You know? So it's, I I would just be curious. Yes. That was a very specific personal example.
1: No, but I, I think that also we are part of it. The first generation that really broke the mold. Yeah. Like when I I got out of high school, started in college for a year and I was like, "Man, I am not ready for this." It's just like I'm not ready. So I joined the Marine Corps. Mm-hmm. I spent best thing I've ever done with my life, by the way. Spent 4 years active duty stationed at Camp Pendleton, learned more in that 4 years than I have in, in any other venture in my life. Got out, went back to college and decided, you know what? I'm not going to study engineering like I initially wanted to. I didn't want to. Everybody told me George, you'd be good at that. Right. And I'm like, I don't want to really not me. Snooze. So I, yeah, exactly. So <laughs> a year into college, I'm like, you know what? Nope. I want to be on the radio. And they were like, you have lost your damn mind. Yeah. But I did it wound up doing it three decades and did well. So I'm, I look at that. And whenever I think back, I'm like, God, do I have some stories to tell? And what an adventure I did get a chance to lead. But, my dad finally came around, right? Yeah. When he started to see I was happy and I, I began to become successful, but you know it, it wasn't the traditional thought pattern. And I think I was the first generation to actually do that.
0: Oh yeah. And I went to a four-year college for a semester for mass communications yeah. and the same thing. I was like, this is not for me. Yeah. I do not like this. I'm going to be on the radio. And my family was like, huh, ah, what? No, please don't. And I did, I did it for 20 years, had a successful career doing it, but it was a different path than kind of what was had been expected right. of me.
1: Yeah, I listen, I'm not saying that you, you, you don't have to work hard, but I would say if you find something you're passionate about and you enjoy, and again, if you get up every morning and you regret and you loathe, especially on Sunday afternoons, You're loathing the week ahead because you're back into the office again. You have better find something else or make a plan to exit, or you're gonna waste your whole life. And I think that's what they're figuring out.
0: Yeah, and I think the older you get, and this is more for our generations, you realize how fast time truly does go. It does, yes. And you can be unhappy and, and know it and be aware of it and do nothing and 10 years will pass in a real flash. Oh, for sure. If you don't yeah. take action to do something different right. or figure I, out even what you want to do. Yeah.
1: I mean, you you can get in you can get complacent. You get into sure. a comfort zone. Sure. You think zone. like now's
0: not a great time to yeah. make a change or you know, I I like the kids are little. Like you can always yeah. come up with reasons that it's sure. not the right time and it never will be the perfect time. Right.
1: A lot of them as well. Are into this? I don't want to have kids yet, or maybe ever. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I understand that. I, I get it. I, I understand. I understand what they're saying. I, I would encourage most of them. That thirty mark is a good. Uh, it, you know, I would say enjoy your twenties. Don't get married, <laughs> right? Because I I got married in my my very early twenties, and did I too. and I got divorced. I did too. And everybody, I'll, most people I know that get married very young like that. When they don't have a lot of life experience, it doesn't always end well. So in today's world, the way things move, I would suggest if somebody asked, (laughs) I would suggest, (laughs) you know what? Good for you. Travel, enjoy yourself and do what you want to do. And then through your 20s, you'll probably figure out what is good long term for you. Mm -hmm. Right. Something you're passionate about and something you'll pursue. And I think it's what irks a lot of people is. Social media and the internet is affording these young people opportunities that we all never had initially.
0: Absolutely, so like the, with being a content creator or affiliate marketer or virtual assistant. I mean, there's so many jobs that.
1: Well, anything remote we didn't don't have, require. Yeah. yeah, we didn't have the internet when we were starting right so you hear that kids? anything we did honestly and i think that a lot of the older generation has a difficult time grasping Mm -hmm. that they don't need to be chained to a desk to get the job done because it seems like well if i had to do it this way listen we were all living in a different world at that time Mm -hmm. right and things have changed they've evolved and uh, you know what evolution and change are things that you need to not only accept, but embrace moving forward.
0: Inevitable. And it's, and it's faster and faster than it ever has been. Yeah. The the change it is. So it's like, you might as well get on board,
1: get on board,
0: (laughs) but I'm sure it does this lazy girl job. I'm sure it does. Create some animosity. Sure, it does in offices and did, and workplaces.
1: Did they give examples of some of the what they call lazy girl jobs, like the
0: actual what they're doing? Yeah, I did not. They did not. Well, I think like one article I read was like um, marketing associate. Which <laughs> let me tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> That's my, that, that think, is part of my full-time job and oh, it is not a lazy girl job. No. um, Like customer service. Like this girl says, all I do is copy and paste the same emails and documents. I take four phone calls a day and take a break whenever and listen to my podcast and get a nice <laughs> paycheck.
1: <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> I don't think they're all like that.
0: No. I mean, this one right. says, I sit at a desk, post invoices in my own time, read and watch Netflix.
1: Are they, li- are they living at home?
0: Yeah, they work at home.
1: I mean, are they living with their parents?
0: I don't know. I'm like, this <laughs> doesn't even sound real. I,
1: the, some of that does not sound real. But I do know a lot of them that work remotely or uh, use the internet and just that's that's their their actual office space.
0: Yeah, it says they're they connected. spent their teens witnessing the rise and fall of the girl boss. Their disillusion with the hustle culture and burnout, and they'd rather just take home a solid monthly wage and enjoy life with within the parameters possible under capitalism. <laughs> there
1: you go. I it's, don't know. It's <laughs> well, I'll tell you why it must be popular because how, I mean that's been tagged how many times. On TikTok,
0: yeah, it's gone viral. Like in the last couple of days,
1: is it like? I mean, is it just millions and millions, right?
0: Yeah, it is, and I'm, it does make me wonder. Like, are these jobs the first to get eliminated? I don't know. Like when AI finally turns conscious,
1: I you know I I, it, I don't think I'll, I'll tell you the first jobs that are going to go with AI and its development are the highest paying jobs. Mm. That's how it works, right? If if you can be replaced by artificial intelligence, you will be. It's that's not, that's a fact. You don't have any, I mean, unless your dad owns the company, <laughs> right? I can tell you what's coming down the pipe. There's a ton of people, even in their forties and fifties right now that are working that are about to that are, the axe is swinging, mm. and and the henchmen are coming. I mean, honestly, I saw it twenty years. Scary. I saw it twenty years ago wh- with the development of, of software in our industry, yeah. which is broadcast. When they came in with next gen and all of these profit systems, which was the very first stuff, right? It allowed people on the radio to what they call voice track and record shows for other markets so they could take the night guy, eliminate him, and pay a guy that's doing midday someplace $6,000 a year, an extra 500 bucks a month, to just spend 10 or 15 minutes recording his show. Mm-hmm. That's how it began. And now, they, with AI, they have automation to mimic and recreate your voice and they can just have somebody at a keyboard that doesn't even know anything oh about gosh. broadcast or inflection, just type things in and it'll spit it out. Like it's a live person.
0: Are they using that anywhere again?
1: I've seen examples of it. It was a year ago. It was already on the table. It's you can, if you watch live broadcast specifically in radio, which is, you know, dying, you'll, you'll hear more and more of it. And by the way, Unless you're just in some odd remote place, most of the time you're not even listening to anything live anymore. Unless it's a morning show, maybe an afternoon. But when I started, it was all live.
0: Yeah, me I too. I mean, mornings, middays, it was live twenty four seven when I started. We, ha-
1: if you were just coming out of college, you worked midnight to five a.m. You had a live radio show. There, the building that we were in when we left. The only shows that were live were the morning shows. Mm-hmm. I and think they, that's pretty common. And that was kind of live, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Because there was a lot of recorded stuff going on so the guys could get work done that needed to be done, right? Mm-hmm. It's insane. It's just bonkers. But that's just an example of the industry I was in and how that began to take over. Anytime they can eliminate somebody and save themselves more money, they're going to do it. And it's on the way, but it's a big part of this strike with the Hollywood actors. Yeah, I know. Did you see, even with extras or people that had small parts, they wanted to own the image and likeness and be able to use that with AI in future projects. What? I'm not kidding. There is, there is a fight going on that a lot of people don't even understand. And a lot of it revolves around that there in, In a very short period of time, and anybody who follows social media, Instagram reels, TikTok, whatever, knows this. If you haven't had a look yet at the AI characters that they have out there, they're getting real close to being able to fool you into Mm. believing that it's a real individual. Wow. They're getting close. I can pick them out. Obviously, most people can, but it's close and i'm talking a year or two and
0: i bet it's not even that far
1: think about it they won't need hollywood actors anymore they can create digital individuals that just exist in our imagination but they look and sound real and they'll 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 be featured in and star in movies and they're not even going to be real people and they'll make a franchise out of them. It's you watch.
0: So terrifying.
1: I know, but that's what's coming. It's it'll be here before you know it.
0: Duh. I don't know. That's a a totally different conversation, but it just feels like that's how that's when it loses its heart.
1: This is why people are buying goat farms. Literally. I'm not kidding. This is why people want some plot of land Where they can just go out, slip off the grid and exist. Mm -hmm. Isn't it crazy? It's appealing. But but I think that's part of what is driving these, what they call, it's kind of a derogatory term, but is it lazy girl jobs? Lazy
0: girl job. Yeah. Yeah. They say it's a dig at hustle culture. Sure. Not at the people doing the lazy girl jobs. And I think they're probably not just for girls. Right. I think anybody can have a lazy girl job.
1: and i'd be willing to bet a lot of them are actually working but they have work life balance sure that's the yeah. whole that's the key they're not yeah, li- i
0: think really what what the movement or the the trend is about is bucking hus- hustle culture finding work that is somewhat enjoyable that you can do get paid a living wage and still enjoy your life right
1: now there are people who enjoy the hustle culture, and you know what? Go for it. This is that, that's one of the great things about this country. If you want to work, if you want to work hard, if, if your goal in life is to just make a lot of money, go for it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, but nobody we, we, will stop you.
1: And maybe you won't regret it. Maybe that maybe that's what makes you tick. But I think there's a lot of people that that are discovering that it's all right it's all right to not be driven by that, Mm -hmm. right? And and they're they're also finding that there's a lot of people who think just like them. Like, I don't want to be rich. I want to live a a quality life and I want to have the things I need to make my life comfortable, Mm -hmm. but I'm not going to spend my premium years slaving away to try to create an image that other people have told me is what success looks yes, like. Is
0: what I need to do. Yeah.
1: Yep. That's where it's at. Uh, we we pounded on this for the last year. And, well, and it just keeps coming keeps up coming in coming different back. forms. Yes.
0: And a lot of it seems to be driven by Gen Z, which I think is just going to be really interesting. Right. As more of them enter the workforce. Right.
1: It's it's interesting stuff. It is. It's uh. It, it's fun to watch this develop and continue to grow this movement. And uh, it's going to be an interesting next couple of years, specifically the upcoming, I think, election in 2024 mm-hmm. is going to be a telltale of, because a lot of these guys are coming in. And again, you only have to be 18 to vote and there's going to be a whole army of them that didn't get to vote last time, right. they're going to vote this right.
0: time. Right, that have been watching
1: and, if you, and, and paying attention. And some of these individuals who are relying on beliefs that may have been popular 30 or 40 years ago are about to get a very rude awakening mm-hmm. you know and i think that that's that's coming and that's part of these young kids that are you know and i don't i shouldn't call them kids young they, adults but, under 30 yeah i call them gen z even when i call them gen z they were like that's cringe <laughs> <laughs> so they want to be young adults under 30 good enough i i all we'll
0: respect that i well i do
1: i And I've met so many of them, and I do like them. I mean, I I do too. I I love listening to their approach. I find
0: them very refreshing.
1: They get, they get, you know. There's a lot of people now. Some of the older millennials, certainly my generation, Gen X, and then even beyond that, that are like, "What's wrong with these young people?" I don't think anything's wrong with them. I just think they're they are living in a different world, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, vastly different.
0: We can't even imagine. It's, It's,
1: I mean, I was just. It's bonkers how yeah. different the last two decades have made the world, right? right? And uh, that's just the life that they're going to live, and they're, they're going to embrace what they have, use the modern technology that's available to them to create a life that they feel is what they call successful. Yep, right.
0: Good for them. Good for them.
1: Uh, interesting note here, <laughs> and I feel like a an idiot, but I found out that our garbage disposal isn't broke. How
0: did, I d- how did you figure that out?
1: Well, apparently I didn't push the little red button in far enough. <laughs> and that's the reset button. And most garbage disposals have that. Cause, and, and H- Holly told me, she goes, "Now check all of this stuff. Yeah. You know, check the reset. And this is button. Holly at
0: Ryan's plumbing, yeah. <laughs> heating and electric. <laughs> and why, thank God for Holly. This because- is why
1: I love her. And I've known her for years, by the way. But she told me, she was like, now before I have the guys come out, I want you to check, unplug it to make sure the outlet's not bad, and then plug it into an extension cord and into another outlet and find out if.
0: Yep, troubleshooting. Yeah,
1: troubleshooting. And then make sure you check that reset button because if it hits something or something set it off like that, it pops out and then that will just stop the whole thing. Apparently, I didn't push it all the way back in because it comes out Mm. when it. Just like an outlet, right? Just like an outlet. And so I went under there and it was Monday morning. I told you, I got to check all these things. I got to call all these people because I made a bunch of
0: appointments on
1: Thursday and I have don't a,
0: use the calendar and I
1: have a colonoscopy appointment. And I'm like, you know, so anyways, whatever. But she was like, so I went under there and I pressed it. I heard it click. And I was like, Oh, and, <laughs> this and, is promising. and then I went up and I had flipped the switch and it went, it turned on. And I was like, Oh God, now I have to call her. And she's going to be like, he's, I told you, so that would have been, like she said, though, she, when I talked to her, she was like, it would have, I'm not the guy who would have, I'm not the individual who would have give you a hard time if the guys would have showed up out there
0: with their truck <laughs> right, right. and their tools and come
1: and they, they bring it all in and she goes, and it would have been pushing the red button all the way in. They would have probably,
0: thank God you tried it, it. Right,
1: right. So again, but another reason why you call these guys, right? I've always talked about, it. they're all honest. They're going to tell you what you need to know. And if you do need something, they're going to do what you need to have done. They're going to fix your problems. Yeah, and and if we would have needed them, they were coming
0: just a couple days after the first call.
1: And if it's an emergency, they're going to get you in sooner. they're awesome. And they've been around for over a hundred years. People love them. I've always thought, Rich, the whole crew up there. I mean, it's just like, there's not a lot of those types of businesses left that really connect with the community. And the people around them mm-hmm. and and they're they're trusted and loved. So we've got a link on our website. Any plumbing problems, heating, electrical, all of it. They do it all. So you can call Holly and the crew. We've got a link on our website. Go to Georgeandjess.com. On that note, tomorrow I go to my liquid diet. Ooh. When you, do you have to drink the juice? That starts tomorrow
0: night. Oh, it's just the night before.
1: It's at six PM. I start. I have to drink half of it and then I get up at four AM and I have to drink the other half. And then my actual procedure is at nine AM.
0: I'm like I don't getting know
1: why, anxiety for you. I don't know why I'm nervous about this. I'm nervous for you. So Because my doctor was like, Did you have nothing to, this is just this is a common know, procedure that everybody just, But I don't know.
0: It's you've never done it before, so I'm it's nervous, all unknown.
1: And I don't like being sedated. You know that I want that that, I'm not into. Seriously, I've never been into drugs. That's why I made it 30 years in radio without ever getting addicted to drugs, because I don't, that was the reason I could just put alcohol down. Are you fully,
0: fully sedated during a colonoscopy or is it just like a local anesthetic?
1: No, it's not. I don't think it's a local anesthetic. I think it's a relaxing. I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to find out. But he told me, he said this. You're not going to want to go back to work. You're going to probably go home. Yep. You have to get a ride. You can't drive. I'm gonna pick you up. And he goes, you're probably going to want to take a, a, a nice lengthy nap when you get home and then get up and you'll probably want to have something. And he goes, don't just, don't go down a rib fest and fill yourself. <laughs> Gross. Because <laughs> when, you know, your and system. And the nap
0: is because of the you're anesthesia. Tired. Yeah,
1: you're tired. You just, you know, you just want to relax. You're going to need to, your body needs to recover and kind of get back into. So I don't know. I have no idea. Why, am I, why have I been talking about this? I have no idea.
0: Well, it's a thing that people I'm trying to,
1: yeah, right. I've,
0: I've never had surgery.
1: I, I Is this surgery? It kind of is. Because it got canceled. I was due it, in, in, yeah, March of 2020. I was due to have this done. And they called them like all elective procedures have been canceled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I don't
0: think it's a surgery. I think it's a procedure because they don't actually like cut.
1: No, they just enter you from one of your orifices. Ooh. I'm not a, No, I think uh, it's a procedure, not yeah. surgery, but I never
0: I've never had surgery.
1: So I'm going to go do this and it's by the way it's just preventative. I think this is what they do, you know, but they might fi- who knows. This is the this is why you have it done, right? Yes. Because they have incredible success rates and I would encourage everybody. It's not just guys anymore. They're finding Colorectal cancer in a lot of young people, which is alarming for them, and they think it has something to do with our diet, obviously. But they moved it back from fifty to forty-five now. I think
0: so, six years. And yeah. Be well, joining listen, you,
1: your doctor. First of all, if you don't get an annual physical, get one. You should be doing that every year, and listen to your doctor because these preventative maintenance, if you will. Well, I'm going to call it preventative maintenance because that's what it is. It's taking care of your body. We're like, we're going to make sure that nothing's there. And if we catch it early, they have great success with treating this stuff now. Right. If it's caught early.
0: I need, I have to get a procedure and I'm. I literally like talked to my doctor in April. Yeah. It's like, okay, thanks, bye. <laughs> and I have done nothing. Well, that's it. She's like, it's not serious. You know, we just, this but, is what we saw. Right. This is what we should do, you know, call for a pre-op appointment. And I was like, okay, thanks, bye. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> right. I don't so, have time for that.
1: I don't know what, what they're gonna tell me. That, you know, honestly, that, that's the only thing that really has me kind of nervous. I'm like, well, oh, God, what? It? And you can't think like
0: that. No, you gotta do it.
1: Just gotta, gotta do, it. do it, right? And uh, so, as of tomorrow, I'm on a liquid diet, and then I have to start drinking that solution at 6 p.m., and Oof. I don't know, people are like, don't update us on this anymore, we don't want to hear any more about
0: it. I don't know, I think so. They do. Anyways,
1: having said that, have yourself a fantastic <laughs> Tuesday. If you don't have your clone from the CBD centers, as of today, marijuana I don't like that term either. And Keith is the same way. He's the chief grower up there. He said, let's not use that anymore. It's cannabis.
0: I prefer cannabis as as a term as well. He
1: goes, marijuana has a derogatory connotation to it. He goes, you know what? We're beyond that. We're past it. This is cannabis. It's a big thing. Half the country, it's legal now. Minnesota finally got on board. And as of today, you can possess And grow your own. It will be a while before the dispensaries will actually be selling that stuff. But again, for people who are like terrified of it, like, oh my God, it's, you know, because of the campaigns through the eighties and nineties and everything else, just do some research, educate yourself Mm -hmm. and, and partake responsibly. Always. Always do not drive. Don't do anything. And if you consider yourself and you even find yourself leaning towards what you feel may be something that you would be addicted to stop yep if you have one of those personalities where you can't right set something down stop it don't do it so just take care of yourself on that note have yourself a fantastic tuesday and we will be back tomorrow morning